welcome to the His and Hers show with Jody and Alex Misiak. And today we're going to talk about meal planning. Why? Because it's September and last week we talked about having, you know, finally getting into like a routine again. And this is a really good time to really switch up your eating habits or cooking habits or planning or adding to it. So today we're going to share a little bit about what we discovered when we changed our eating ha- changed our eating habits because when our daughter was born we were so tired we're just like what are we going to eat for supper tonight i don't know and then we ordered it in so once she started eating solid foods we realized that we would like to be a better role model for her so we started planning meals because when we didn't plan meals we'd be hungry and tired and we would just go back to ordering food so we're going to share a little bit about today what we came up with and what we still do today and have really, I think, successfully like keep implementing all the time. And I find that if we have a busy week, though, and we don't take time for this, this is when we spend more money and we waste food or we we um, we have a lot of takeout. Yeah. And I'd love to even add, because you mention it all the time, how much better we feel now that we've changed to this eating, eating, you know, we really eat clean for the most part. Yeah. And, you know, how we feel like, so this helps with energy. So this isn't, this is great for saving money for takeout, feeling better when you eat like awesome food and well round balanced food. And it just helps, yeah, get that energy and just makes you feel better. Mm. So what we share today uh, with you is it's going to help you and make it a little easier for you to, to meal planning, to cook and have a really good schedule. However, it still has, there is work involved. So oh, this sure, isn't like course. a magic wand that's like, ta-da, your meals are made and you're good to go. But this is a really good plan to help you have a more successful routine towards eating. And uh, a couple of things. One, I want to remind you that this is what works for us. Uh, maybe you can take what we've, we're sharing here with you today and copy and paste it and make it your own because every family is different. You might have older kids. Your schedule might be different. We both work from home, so that does play a little bit of thing, factors in it. However, we do work. So even though we are at home, that doesn't mean that we're constantly cooking either no, because we are working. Not, yeah. So we do need to keep the meals simple. We do simplify things, but at the same time, we cook a lot of things from scratch. We don't do a lot of frozen. If you do, that's cool. No judgment there. We have decided to eat as clean as possible with a busy lifestyle. So we're just going to, again, share some of those things today. So one of the big things we do is we ask our kids during the week leading up to meal planning, or at least one, because Jaden's a little young to be like, He'd just be like, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) he'll eat pretty much anything we eat for the most part, unless he goes through his picky phases. We ask our daughter, you know, what what would you be in the mood for? Usually her answer is pizza, even though she doesn't eat pizza. So it doesn't usually help us, but sometimes it does. We make suggestions, right? And that that usually helps better. And it gives them a chance to really think like, oh, my, my... Input is important. Like, I matter too. And it's just kind of getting a true. feel like, do they want chicken this week? Do they, what, what are they looking for this, like, for next week? And it's even more important if your kids aren't eating the meals you are cooking. Cause 
nothing feels worse than making a meal and then your kids don't eat it. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I didn't think about it until you mentioned it. But yes, asking Anastasia, even if she's not exactly giving us mm-hmm. an answer that she really means, or if we can work her to an answer that, or we can help work her through to an answer that she'll actually be more behind. But it gives your kids a sense of agency, like mm-hmm. they have, and that's important, um, especially as they get older, because the more con- the more control they feel that they have over their uh, lives, and uh, the more they think they're input matters and it does matter especially when it comes to what they're what they want to be eating mm-hmm. um the more empowered they feel yes and, and it all yeah. it also creates healthy eating habits sure so then they feel like they have the control to pick what they eat now instead of when they go off to college or university and they're like i never got to decide anything before i'm just gonna eat like cookie dough i remember doing that i wasn't even in college or university yet I had a weekend to myself at my grandma's house. I can't remember why I was in town, but I walked to the grocery store and I went through the junk aisle. Ah, yeah. Because I'm like, I get to pick. I'm in charge of it. Is that because you, the way you, the your family worked was you had set meals like every every day was a certain meal of some kind. No, we never had any. Okay, that's good. I used to in my childhood uh, because I was the oldest, so I was cooking meals for my family by ten. I'd come home from school and I'd make them food for my younger sisters. And uh, my brother was at the daycare, or at, so not daycare, at the babysitters. So I always, so a lot of the time, this is how my childhood was. I'd call my mom at work, be like, hey, what's for supper? The, like, what would you like for supper? What would you like me to cook? Or I would just make it by myself. Like, I'd come up with it. Usually, though, at the early stages, I would call my mom and bug her at work and ask her what it was. So I was always the one that started the implementing, like, let's make supper. Because my family, my mom would have ideas, but she never had, like, a structured meal like we're going to talk about soon. But, yes, I was always in charge of making sure supper was on the table before my – because my mom wanted to get home to about 6, 6.30 usually. So if if we left it to her, it would be Sundays because she would be tired and hungry when she got home. So I was in charge of supper. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah. So we're going to talk about – yeah, so – one of the big things first is that once we ask the kids, you and I sit down and we have a conversation. We usually focus on suppers first because they're the big meals. And like, um, and then with breakfast and lunch, they're a little bit more routine. Right. Right. So, you know, we usually eat this. We have a couple ideas for the kids. Yeah. I feel like I can eat the same breakfast. Yeah. And like I usually do day. too. Yeah. yeah. And lunches are like yeah. more or less. More In or less the similar. winter months, I like to have, usually it's a warmer breakfast or I have a couple options because sure. I'm, you know, cold. But in the summer, it's like smoothies and, you yeah. know, easier yep. stuff. However, so yeah, we sit down and we focus on the suppers first. What we do is one thing is we look at the week. So if we're going away on the weekend or... You know, we have plans. We obviously aren't having supper at home, so we don't count that. But usually, you know, or if we sometimes we have a leftover day on the Saturday. Yep. We've had that many a times where we're like, wow, we have a lot of leftovers. Let's have a leftover day and then start our week on Sunday. And that would mean that we have six meals. And so that means that we would do, we would cook three different dishes or three different like separate meals. And, uh, that's because we would eat – so we only cook three days a week. If that. Sometimes we can – Yeah. Eat. Sometimes if it's a slow cooker meal, we can put – or, a, you know, a casserole dish, we can actually put it together with another meal and then just have it in the fridge and so I can put it in the oven later. Yeah. Especially on a work day where I just like – I just want to throw it in the oven or in a slow cooker. We love our slow cooker. 
But the key is at most we're cooking three times, yes. three days. And usually if, if we do, if we are home for seven days straight, that means we have three meals. However, then we have that stray day and we either just do four meals, then it overlaps into the next week. Or we just do like a fun day where maybe we do buy something from the frozen aisle. Like we have those chicken bites sometimes. Because sometimes we make our own chicken fingers, but that takes a lot more work. So it's like, do we do something fun that day? Right. Or we do like a picnic style lunch where we have, you know, um, cured meats and cheese cured and meat, bread cheeses, and things. Bread yeah. and some uh, carrot sticks yeah. or something. Yeah. Sticks. So yeah. it really depends. Sometimes we just, you know, let loose and have a fun day. Um, or sometimes, like I said, then we have four meals and we just go into the next week because who doesn't like going into the next week? That's one less meal that we have to make the following week. So anyways, so we fo- we figure out how many dishes and then that's really all it is. And then we figure out, we usually try and do different kinds of meats. In the summer, we really loved to have like a vegetarian day or a meatless day. It doesn't have to be vegetarian, but meatless. Mm-hmm. Um, we just find in the winter, it's a little harder to do because we want that meaty thing to keep you warm yeah, yeah. exactly so get more to work more yeah, work to so. work with and keep your body warm throughout the winter yeah <laughs> that's true um yeah cause it's easier in the summer months to have uh cold meals like gazpacho if you want mm-hmm. if you want to be fancy and do which is basically just cold soup right and, and and we have a friend that actually now it doesn't work for our kids but their kids they call it pudding to their kids like it's oh, put, right. carrot, pudding. carrot pudding so if your kids yeah. are having a hard time eating vegetables it's a really good way to like blend up the vegetables and give it however our kids know the difference yes <laughs> they know the difference so, between pudding yeah. and, between pudding yeah. and any kind of like healthy option yeah. anyway so what i want to just kind of we kind of glossed over a little bit but we do have left like, okay so we do three meals and then we we eat those for two days like so let's say monday tuesday wednesday we cook and then thursday actually yep. sorry sunday monday tuesday we cook and then we go Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We eat that dish. Like we repeat. We hit repeat by the time we cook. So yeah. that might be hard if you have big eaters in your family, where you make a dish and it's gone. Yeah, one no, of the, no leftovers. That's one it. of the things we're gonna have to do if we want to keep up with this 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 um, meal planning that we've been doing is double the recipe. Yeah. So that's you. But for us. Our kitchen is always a constant state of mess. So if we only cook three days a week, that actually helps us clean up the kitchen. So by the end of the week, we're ready for a new week. So it just kind of keeps, you know, the mess down. Also, you don't have to cook three days in a week. You could do a lot of meal prep. Like if you're doing a lot of slow cookers, I know people have it where you could put a meal in a a Ziploc bag and then you throw it in the slow cooker. And yep. there's different ways of doing it. You could do a meal prep where you spend one weekend doing it for the whole month and then you freeze it all in bags. Like there's so many ways of doing this if you don't have three days a week to cook. And before uh, we had two kids, we actually meal planned and did most of our prep work on the Sunday. Yes, that's But right. now because of things, we, we find that's a little too hard to just focus on the Sunday. We will do our lunch prep. And if our breakfast needs prepping, then we'll do that. But for the most part, so it's really finding ways to work for you. Uh, and it could just be like a Sunday. And if you have kids that you can help uh, with the meal prep, then get them involved for oh, the Sunday. Absolutely, yep. And it's like, that's how you get your lunches together. I know when I was working where I had to be in a warehouse every day and I worked 10 hour days. So it was four days that day before I started working. I put all my lunches together. I planned it like whatever would keep the longest would be the last day. And I actually labeled them Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. 
and it was literally in a bag in the fridge tied up with the name and in the morning I would just grab it and go grab it and go like it was that simple so you can even do that with your your kids lunches if you can or and then you add the things to their lunch pails maybe that day that can't go in the fridge but it's really I'm all about making the lunch the night before yeah yeah so if even for yourself for work if you're out working outside of the house I highly recommend looking into at least one that night before and if you can't, like for me, I get home so tired after a 10-hour day, I pretty much took time for me, showered, and then went to bed. Like those four days, I didn't do a whole lot. So it's just, and then that weekend, I'd have a lot of fun. This is obviously before kids, but this is how I did things before I could eat lunch at home. Right. So. Yeah, no, that that's good. Planning planning is, is better than... Not planning. I gotta plan my lunches better. I still <laughs> yes, you do. I'm, I'm still put. I'm still put having a bad habit of putting them together while I'm feeding the kids breakfast. Yeah, so. I highly recommend the night before, and that's what we do for Anastasia's lunch for her for public school. Yeah, that's what, yeah we have to do that for her. That's for what sure. we do. Yes, yeah. and uh, we love the bento style for for lunches because she likes to eat little things. So just having a little bit of everything in her lunch. Yes, as opposed to like when. Like a big sandwich or something. Like it will be, it's tortilla rolled up with peanut or wow butter and jam and, you know, some raisins or carrot sticks, fishy yes. crackers, simple, simple things, mm-hmm. hopefully. Yeah. Unfortunately, her lunch is a little un- less healthy than I would like it to be. But at this stage, we got to feed her what she'll eat. Okay. Um, so once we figure out what meals we want to cook, we actually sit down, and actually, it's usually you that has a grocery list, and you use Flip. Do you still use that? I still Flip? use Flip. Flip, yeah. Flip is a nice, is, is a pretty good app when it comes to, um, there are probably other ones out there for organizing recipes and meal planning. It's a good way to compare um, prices of certain things, but I just use it as a, as a, like a rotating, um, a list, the grocery list, because I'm able to like, once I grab it and I put it in my cart, then I can check it off and I can clean up the list and I, I can do com- price comparisons. So if there happens to be, um, something, uh, on, like at a really good price somewhere, then I'll see it. And then I can, I can look at my list and go, can I get most of my groceries at this place that has this nice sale on a few of the items? kind of deal and if i can't then i don't bother and i just buy it somewhere else because time is also something like that's the, the other thing that our meal planning is providing us with is time so it doesn't do me any good to save time in one area only to lose it somewhere else mm-hmm. so th- there is some balance there you can chase those bargains but they're only a bargain if um you know the savings in money also equals savings like time and gas time and gas <laughs> yeah. exactly i can't i can't hit five different stores right to save uh, a few bucks Does now if you're in a small town and all those stores are there because i know a couple around here that have like a handful of stores that you could easily go to sure it's different but yeah. for us you know there's only a few there's only a few nearby and yeah you know, maybe you live farther away from the city court anyways point point is don't don't save time in one area just to lose it somewhere else for because as it is we usually go to two stores one for like local produce and meats and then the other one we are lucky enough to be able to do that not everybody can so yeah Yeah. for sure so once we have that list going um obviously you know we go and get the food but then it's it's that meal prep like prepping like i already talked about it a little bit but it's looking at like what can you prep beforehand so you're not doing it the day of or the morning of. 
right? So we kind of we yeah. sit down and be like, well, what meals are we going to do? What days? Because with swimming lessons, it would be, oh, you know, we have to be out the door at six o'clock. We have to have an early supper. We have to do something simple. Yep. And sometimes actually that goes into our decision making for food too. Some day, some weeks we have more time-consuming meals to make and other weeks we're like wow we spent a lot of time in the kitchen this past week let's keep everything simple like i mentioned before we make our own fi- uh like uh chicken fingers like yeah. literally breaded and cut which are and amazing smear- by yes the way. it just they take not a lot of work but sometimes more than we want to put in we notice that we're usually eating later that day because we're like ah we didn't do it sooner because we're working so it's really looking at your week and seeing like how much time do you want to be in that kitchen. And then, like I said, we like I like sun- we usually go grocery shopping Saturday, sometimes Friday, depending on how our weekend's looking. And then Sunday is like, hey, what kind of meal prep can we do? And it could be like that the day that we're cooking or Sunday that we're cooking supper, we can also be chopping vegetable for the ne- the next day if it's a stir fry. Or you've always been you've been in the kitchen a lot where you make my lunch for the following day. Yep. So it's it's or doing all the chopping for the salad because that has a lot of chopping it involved because yep. it's just like loaded with every single vegetable I can think of. So you usually do a lot of the prepping the night yeah, before. Yeah, and the more you do it, the faster you get at mm. it. So. And like I said before, if you have kids that are older, get them in there helping. For us, we can have Anastasia in there and even Jaden loves being in there. But when there's chopping involved, like major chopping, I like when you can be in the kitchen and I'll just be playing with the kids, or, you know, doing something They're good with at them. stirring. And dumping yeah. things in. Very yeah. good. So when that. we're like baking or making a soup, yeah. it's good. Very handy. But yeah. So meal prep, definitely important. Uh, or a, a pasta sauce or a pizza sauce. Anything like yeah. any kind of thing where you can dump and stir. So yeah, even with them being so young, they're still, they still can be involved and, and help, especially if they have shown interest in doing so. So. Okay. So we hope that you can take something from that. And it's really just making a plan and obviously figuring out what works for you. And like I've mentioned before, it could be like that you dedicate one weekend a month to just doing it all and getting it all ready and freezing it. I've definitely seen things online for that. Uh, we're not there yet because we, I don't – I like to kind of space it out a little bit more than a weekend. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. want to write off a whole weekend – doing that and uh, i really do miss the days that we were in the kitchen all the time working together now we're usually separated a little bit um but yeah hopefully you can take something from that and and make it your own yeah and build on it and change it Mm -hmm. and And it can you can mold it slowly into what works because like i've mentioned we're gonna have to change it as our kids change and get older and eat more yeah And, and it did take us it did take us a little while to get to shift out of that you know the yeah, carefree like i'm just i'm just too tired and buying mm-hmm. you know we'll just go it did take time, time yes it took yeah. time to shift out of that and into what we have now find your why because our why was we wanted to really have that we wanted to show our daughter now our children how like we wanted to show them healthy eating because we wanted them to eat healthy so it's like well we have to to be their role models mm-hmm and one of the big things I just want to say is if your vegetables are going uh, – just like two little tidbits that we've learned it's through a, our life real, real quick yeah. um, is if your vegetables are going and you're like, oh, man, I don't want to eat that, throw it in a pot, add some water and seasoning, and now you got a veggie broth. You That's don't have true. to buy yep. it. You buy you know one of those retro- 
um, chickens that are in, you know, already cooked and stuff at the grocery store, eat it like I've had it for chicken salad sandwiches, or um, I forget what else I've used it for. But anyways, have the bones after and now you got chicken broth. Yep. So it's, and you can put that on like on a Saturday morning when you're, you know, cleaning up the house or any day that you're home. I've even know that people that make bone broth put it in the slow cooker for the day. A tablespoon of apple cider vinegar helps leach out those awesome minerals from the bones. And now you got broth and you can freeze it. And we freeze them in containers that are, I think, two, two cups. Two cups. Two cup and then yeah. that's usually what you need or sometimes you need more. For a recipe, yep. That's and then good. this way you don't have to spend it on the the box um, in the – on the boxes or cans that you buy, plus no sodium. Yeah, like we don't add salt to ours. Um, or if you do a pinch, like you know how much salt is going into yours. So that's one tidbit. Also, um, one thing I didn't realize that people don't know yet, but we came up. Somebody came up to us at the store. Is like, here, do you want some bananas? After they went through the groceries, like the ring out and checkout, I'm like, why did she give us bananas? Realizing you can actually in the grocery store take if you only want two or three bananas, take two or three bananas off. Yes. Like you can actually tear them apart. Yes. If you want some ripe and you want some green, take a little bit of both. You don't have to grab like a ginormous bunch of bananas. Yeah. So that is a little just helpful trick in case you don't know. Um, so we, that, we that, lucked out to get bananas because somebody didn't know this. That but. works with grapes and cherries. Any of those things that come in large bags. Yeah. Because we stuff. used to go, we used to waste. Uh, grapes because we want to eat enough grapes and then you just got like my grandma's like well why don't you just take some out we're like aha like it's just these little things anyways we hope these little tips help um and if you have any other questions please just feel free to reach out to us at info at jodymisiak.com and we'd be happy (laughs) to share any other things i guess we could go on forever for this one but yeah and if you've got tips yeah we'd love to hear them yeah maybe we'll we'll assemble them all and (laughs) yeah and put it on like a a viewers you know info episode yeah that'd be cool okay well we hope you have a great day bye for now Bye.